when you're down and trouble and you need some loving care and nothing well nothing is going right close your eyes and think of me and soon I will be I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studio, home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Long ago, Bowler's Journal International called Phantom Radio a pioneer in the field of bowling podcasts because the show is regularly scheduled at the same time each week. PBA Hall of Famer Len Nicholson started the show in 2002. Since then, he's recorded over 1,100 shows featuring over 400 different guests, a literal who's who in bowling. So, Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kaggle Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. For all of your lane maintenance needs, including 24-hour technical support, you can always rely on the Kaggle Company. So, go to kaggle.net. Well, Phantom fans, this week's guest works for Kegel, and he has spent over 30 years in the bowling business. He's been a top lane man on both the PBA and PWBA tours. He's also a top mechanic for AMF and Brunswick Centers. He wears several hats and is the vice president of sales for Kegel. In addition, he currently serves on the BBIA board of directors as vice president. I could talk for an hour on his merits. We need we only have a 20 minute show, so let's get him out here. Bowling fans, here is Gus Falgene. Hi Gus, how you doing? Wonderful, Phantom, how are you? Thank you for having me on. We've uh, talked about coming on the show for many, many years, so glad we could finally uh, put this together. Well, you know, basically, I've had almost everybody that works for Kegel on the show. And yes, we have talked about having you on, but you're such a jack of all trades. You're always busy. You know, you're doing something. You're in Norway. You're in Germany. You're in Taiwan. You're all over the world. And you got, like I said, you wear several hats. And I'm glad I finally trapped you to have you on the show. But Pards, I mentioned that you're now the vice president of the board of directors of the BBIA. So in case one of our listeners doesn't know, what is the BBIA and who else is involved? The BBIA stands for Bowling Billiards Institute of America. It was founded many, many years ago. And basically what it did was it brought together the manufacturers of the industry with all of their distributors. So it really allows the manufacturer and distributor to get together, talk about things, um, you know, socialize. But really, um, it helps improve the industry by getting the two entities that are driving, you know, the industry moving forward. Um, bowling obviously has consolidated. So, you know, people that used to be there have dropped out. Uh, billiards is is one that you know that industry has has changed. Um, 
So they're not very active in our organization. Um, so it's really, you know, much more uh, bowling oriented, you know, in today's world. Yeah, all the big major companies are involved, I'm sure. I was doing a bunch of meetings back in the olden days. And, you know, back then, Bill Supper was really involved. Is Bill still involved? Yes, Bill is actually our executive director, has been for quite a few years. So, um, yeah, he's still heavily involved. And as you said, I mean, really, this is the major manufacturers in the industry, um, you know, as well as the distribution channels. So it really allows us to do a lot of unique things because, as you know, so many people are, uh, you know, doing so many different things. And, you know, we might see each other a couple times of the year, but usually that might be around Bowl Expo or a bowling summit or something. So you're you're communicating, but you don't really have, you know, as much time to spend with each individual manufacturer and or distributor. Exactly right. All right. So when, how, and where does the organization meet? Well, um, we typically, the organization, as everyone meets once a year at a location of the uh, chair for the convention. So each elected person that gets on the board, they become the convention chair. And then they will decide where that next year's convention will be held. I'm actually currently the convention chair as well. So the 2022, which was originally going to be the 2020 convention, is going to be in Cancun, Mexico next year. As a board, we also meet every October. So the board will meet separately, and then the board meets again, and then all of our members will come to the convention, which is typically uh, you know, the end of April. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of laugh when you say Cancun, Mexico, because you're the chairman of the board <laughs> that uh, decides where to go. I remember when I went to a couple of meetings, it was in York, Pennsylvania, Chicago, Illinois, when everybody else is in charge. They go to Hawaii, they go to Cancun, they go to Paris. You know, you guys are the best. <laughs> yeah, and what's, what's really, you know, unique again is when we meet once a year, um, as an organization, the it's you actually get to talk to other manufacturers, so manufacturer to manufacturer, distributor to distributor, and then each manufacturer meets with their individual distributor in one-on-one -on -one meetings. So again, there's a lot of time there that adds value to talk about a lot of different products or a lot of different topics, as you will. And it really helps doing it in April or May leading into, you know, what the industry's big show is considered Bowl Expo. So it really allows us to communicate with the distributors what's coming, communicate about the summer trade shows. Um, so it, it really, the one-on-one -on -one valuable time, again, in the busy world, really is what really helps the organization and why the members value it so much. Yeah, and this BBIA, it's a behind-the-scenes group. You guys do a lot of good for the industry, obviously. And I'm really proud of you that now you're involved in that part. You're on your way up. It's long overdue. You should have been in that group 20 years ago. But as I said, you know, you're a pretty valuable guy. It's hard to thin you down. You're here, there, everywhere, uh, putting your finger in the dike. 
take care of things. But uh, basically, what do they do to help the industry? And in your opinion, how is the industry doing right now? I think, you know, one of the biggest contribution to the industry, like I just mentioned, is the valuable communication between the distributors and manufacturers. But that being said, I think the most common thing that we have done as an organization was create the industry catalog. So BBA, BBIA, we publish an industry catalog once a year. And what that did was in the old days, each and this is more consumer than aftermarket, of course. But in the consumer market, each ball manufacturer or you know consumer product um, manufacturer would print their own catalogs. And then every year they would send all these catalogs to the distributors. Then the distributors would have to make their binders. Then they were shipping those to all of their customers. So really by combining into one catalog – with all the manufacturers, the distributors, we can get this catalog out to all the pro shops um, easily, and that way we're not double dutying. You know what I mean? We're not trying to do you know multiple layers to deliver value to the industry on the consumer you know ball bag shoe side. So I think really that in the last you know five plus I think ten years now. You know, that catalog seems to deliver a lot of value, you know, to the industry. Um, also, one of the things, you know, we do and, uh, you know, is every year we have what's called the ISA Award, Industry Service Award. Um, and that's a valuable award. I mean, we've had some wonderful people win off the top of my head. I mean, there's so many lists, but Bill and Barb Christmas from Storm. Um, obviously, John Davis, our founder of, of Kegel, you actually had the pleasure, I believe, of of presenting his award in San Diego that year. Um, so, you know, each year when the board gets together, we vote on that industry award. Um, and it's very good. I mean, you look at the billiard side, you know, I mean, Jackie Gleason won one year, uh, Minnesota Fats or whatever, a bunch of these, uh, the Widow pool players. So you go through that list and it's amazing, you know, some of the names that have won through our organization. But that being said, the industry as a whole, um, actually, I mean, there was a lot of, you know, questions on how the bowling industry was going to bounce back. What impact was the current situation going to be? You know, would league bowlers come back? You know, more so what about open play? How are people going to feel about coming into a bowling center? Um, but overall, I mean, depending on the different countries, you know, each one has its uniqueness of restrictions or no restrictions. But I, I will speak on behalf of, you know, the, the market here in the United States. It has bounced back. Um, I mean, I talked to a lot of proprietors, a lot of pro shop individuals, you know, um, during the trade shows and then just normal, you know, talking to people and bowling right now is about as strong as it's ever been. I'm hearing from proprietors saying, you know, I had the best June, July in the history of my business. I'm so busy, you know, that, you know, leagues had come back. Um, open play is really bounced back. So as an industry, it really, um, there's a lot of positive things. The proprietors, 
you know, we're able to capitalize on a lot of the, you know, uh, opportunities out there during this time to get some extra funding. So a lot of them have, you know, a lot more reserve going into the winter time. As you know, summer has always kind of been a, a question mark. But the biggest thing that I'd like to hear, you know, from the pro shop side as well as proprietors are their league numbers are growing. People, I think, during this time realized how important it is to actually be around other people and talk and have fun and and do a, you know, a sport or an activity. Those things are, are valuable. Um, and, you know, talking to pro shops, we got people coming in. They're saying that walk in and say, I want balls, bags and shoes. I haven't bowled in 10, 15 years. I miss bowling. I'm getting back in. I've had a couple of proprietors tell me. I have more junior bowlers than I have since the 90s. Wow. So there are a lot of amazing things happening in the industry. I think the biggest challenge, no surprise, because it's the most overused term I think you can get right now is supply chain management. Um, issues where food and beverage is a challenge for a lot of the centers, um, whether it be delivery or just you don't know. I've heard you, you, you're you over-ordering hoping that you actually get the stuff you really need, that you never know, you know, delivery to delivery, what might actually show up that you ordered. So I think there are some challenges there that obviously will continue forward. But as a whole, um, from A to Z, uh, it's a good time to be in bowling, in my opinion. Well, that's a good report, Parge. And, and I know you got the finger on the pulse because everywhere, everybody knows you. I know how communicative you are. You talk to everybody at all times. But uh, we're one big family, and this is part of the family. So let me ask you this. One last question. How does someone find out more about the BBIA? And if possible, because we do like to help each other, how can, the, how can anybody that's listening to this show get involved to help? As BBIA, a membership organization, I mean, they can go to the website, you know, if they are a distributor or a manufacturer, there are some criterias in which, you know, our bylaws are set up and, you know, that you have to meet. So you can certainly go on there and apply. And then as a board, if you meet all our criteria and you add, you know, some value, um, you know, then we'll, we'll obviously accept you into the membership you know, side of things. And again, it, it's, it's, you know, about getting together. You know, it really is about learning from different people, finding better practices of, of business. You know, those are the values, like I said, in times where you kind of might have tunnel vision because you've always done it this way. It's worked and you kind of, your day-to-day overtakes maybe some bigger vision pictures or marketing or or just things that other people might be doing that at the end of the day ha- could add a lot of value to your business. So I think that's one of the biggest strengths of, of our organization. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, I know you're a communicator. Anybody out there, do uh, you mind giving them your email address where they can get a hold of you? Yeah, I mean, the the easiest way to find me is gus.falgine, F-A-L-G-I-E-N, at kegel.net. 
Fantastic. Well, I'm looking at the old clock and wall. We got a minute left. You tell me whatever you want to say about yourself, Kegel, the bowling world, whatever you want to mention, Farge. You got the stage. Well, I think bowling, you know, is about relationships. You know, I a lot of people say that in other industries, but truly bowling is a unique family um across the board, you know, from proprietors, other. I mean, Kegel, you know, I, I really couldn't ask for a better company to work for. They've always allowed me to to grow and and you know do a lot of different things. I mean, I'm extremely fortunate that I've seen the world. You know, I've been to 30, I don't even know how many countries now plus around the world to talk about bowling. I mean, if you think about it, that's that's pretty amazing. And I'll tell you one thing, Lenny, I was probably that junior bowler at times where, you know, you wanted to punch in the face or I had a bad attitude. And if you would ever have told me, and I won't admit this, but it's on your show, if you would have said this kid who was kicking foul lights, you know, slamming their hand on telescores, you know, punching the seeds, throwing their ball would be around the world in a position that I'm in to talk about bowling and educate people and truly live out a passion. I don't think I would have bet on that, Lenny. <laughs> well, there's a lot of superstars in every walk of life, baseball, football, politics, whatever, that have a lot of determination and they don't know how to uh, funnel it. They're frustrated as a youngster and they get a hold of somebody or that somebody gets a hold of them and steers them in the right direction. And I know that you were a success early in Southern California with everybody that you worked with down there. And then you went to work for the ladies and the men and John Davis got a hold of you and they saw a lot of talent parts and you've been around for 30 years. I guess, I guess you're an overnight sensation. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but I appreciate all the nice, the nice words, my man. All right, my friend. Thanks for coming on, and uh, you keep up the good work, but the old clock at all tells me we are out of time, and I'm going to stay in touch with you now that you've got some more uh, things under your belt. You're going to be at home a little bit more often now because I know you're not traveling the world all the time like you used to, but I can't believe how quickly the time flies on this show, and that's probably why they say it's the fastest show in all sports, but Bowling fans, I hope you all enjoyed it and you enjoyed hearing from Gus Falgin. And I hope that you all come back again next week when we will have another popular guest passing along knowledge and information. In closing, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling, Brad Edelman from the High Roller, and our newest sponsor, Dave Kowalski, who's with Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Auto Parts Stores. He's also the former president of the High School Bowling Coaches Association in Michigan, where, as Gus says, bowling's growing. They got 7,000 junior bowlers up there. So, bowling fans, thanks for listening. Gus, thanks for being here. Can, can continue success. This is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled. And you need some love and care And nothing, well, nothing is going right 
close your eyes and think of me and soon I will